0: Each and every day, we are losing more and more men to something that has been creeping up amongst us for years. Something is stealing men away from work, from family, from their careers, from their self-development. And none of us really thought it would come to this, but here it is today, and that is video games. Now, hold on before you start running off and saying, oh, screw him. He's just, he's going to start talking about how video games cause violence and blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. Put all that crap aside. Video games have been pulling the attention primarily of men, but plenty of women play video games too, of the general male population. And this has been affecting Two huge generations, the millennial generation and the Gen Z generation. It's also certainly affecting older generations, but my generation as millennials, grew up with video games, as, as did everyone below. And then the Gen Xers were in the more arcade days. So they still get video games when they were kids, but it was a little more primitive. Now, you might be thinking that what I'm saying, that video games are stealing away men in such a profound way, can't be true. But the numbers don't lie. So I, I pulled up industry statistics comparing different forms of entertainment. So these statistics are from 2021. And I'm just going to go through all of these different things and show you just how dramatic it is. So National Hockey League, NHL, NHL grossed $6 billion in 2021. Baseball, $9 billion. Basketball, $10 billion. Uh, football, $17 billion. The entire music industry, 2021, $26 billion. The entire film industry, so all of Hollywood, $100 billion. All books, all written word in 2021, $120 billion. Video games, $192 billion worth of revenue. Video games are blowing everything else out of the water. Even if you combine most of the other ones together, it it barely can counteract the power of video games. Even myself, I'm not immune to this. I frighteningly pulled up my own Steam statistics. So Steam is an online uh, video game platform for computer games. And I tallied all of the hours I played and all the games that I played, that I played more than 50 hours because otherwise I'd be telling forever. That tally for me came to 2769 hours. That's about that's about 115 days, which is roughly four months of my life, into video games just on Steam, just on my computer, not including the plethora of other video games I've played throughout my life. You know, Game Boy and consoles and PlayStation and mobile games, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Video games have this massive draw, especially for men. But why? Why? What is it about video games that's drawing in this massive amount of attention, this massive amount of revenue, this massive amount of time from so many of us? The big key around video games that's so engaging is that a lot of games mimic things about real life that are really appealing to us, in particular men and create a facsimile for that, that is safe and engaging and rewarding. So a big component of that would be the leveling system. So for anyone who's ever played a video game, the vast majority of them have some kind of leveling system, meaning that the more that you engage with the game, the more experience that you gain you end up leveling up, you get more skills, you get access to more abilities, you, you get clout depending upon the different game that you're playing. And that is really, really addictive because it's it's this clear path of, if I wanna be able to go from shooting a low level fire spell to a higher level fire spell that can blow up an entire building. I need to progress to this level to be able to learn the spell. And so it creates this really simple, straightforward path to be able to up-level oneself. And that has a lot of parallels to life, to ever, to real life. The difference being that in real life, there aren't these clear barriers that you cross that you have these leveling up moments. Cause in video games, when you level up, you know, there's like a celebratory music. There's usually some kind of visual effect that happens. And then you get to allocate your skill points. If that's the game that you're playing that has that into different places, real life doesn't have it that in that kind of clear fashion Though the progression is still the same, you know, you could be playing a video game where you're developing a, a skill, for instance, like construction of some kind, some kind of carpentry skill. And so you could be repetitively making two by fours by hand to gain to gain experience, to gain XP until you eventually level up your construction skill, as an example, a crafting skill. You can do the same thing in real life. You know, you can take a hammer and a nail. You could improve your sawing skill by literally cutting physical wood. And you'd also improve your skills when it comes to carpentry. The difference being that in real life, there isn't, that's, there isn't that same simplicity of, of like, if I do this exact thing, I then cross this magical line where I level up. No, the progression is more organic in that kind of way you can go from not knowing how to hammer a nail into being able to build a house you can do that in real life but video games create this structure where it makes it unbelievably more simplistic on how to do it and creates much more clear paths on how to get there and that success that presented success back that massive positive feedback ends up being so appealing in particular to men because it validates the effort that they're putting in, even if they're just pushing on a keyboard or pushing some buttons on a console. And so it's pulling men away from the real world where putting in that kind of effort into cooking or into social skills, into interacting with other people, into tangible skills like carpentry or electrical work or plumbing, or even, you know, there's so many video games revolving around shooting, even shooting archery and things like that. There's all these real world uh, components of all of that, that we all could be developing our skills in the tangible world around these different things, but video games have created this world that's so engaging and that has this leveling system. The other big thing that's drawing in so much men into video games is the stories behind them. It's the the missions, it's the, it gives you purpose in some kind of fashion, you know, do you want to be fighting against the Nazis, to, you know, in in World War II? That's a really powerful purpose and also a really safe way to do it in a video game compared to actually joining some form of military service in real life. You know, you can have a family and have a job and have a home and, and design it and buy furniture and stuff like that. That would be like The Sims, you know, literally a life simulator game. And do all of that without the risk and the hardship of what you need, would need to do to do that in real life. You know, you can have a cute little farm that you develop and grow crops and you know, connect with the neighbors in the town. This would be like Stardew Valley and do all of that from the safety and comfort of your home, you know, of your bed without having to actually go out and get your hands dirty in the field being out in the sun or the cold. Actually, having your hands in the soil, and that is so appealing to men to be able to engage in these different modes of purpose for them that are safe, where there it's clear definition as to what you're doing, and so many games put you as the hero. You know, there's all the Star Wars games where you you, you play as you know, Luke Skywalker or some other hero, you know, you know, embracing the force, you know, if you're playing, you know, Skyrim or something like that, you are the hero, you are the dragonborn that's, you know, come to save the, to save the realm of Skyrim from the destruction that's coming from, from the resurgence of dragons, etc., etc. There's so many video games that have those kinds of life affirming stories where you get to jump right in most of the time as the hero, and engage in that kind of way. And what men don't realize is that you are the hero in your own life. If you assume that role, if you engage with life, you can be the hero. Now, granted, very few individuals become a hero to the point where they have a massive global impact. You know, that is a smaller number of people to have that level of influence, but to be the hero in your own life, to be the person who saves the day at your job or, or who's able to get your family or your friends through a hard, difficult time, or just to get yourself through some intense difficulty, you can be giving yourself that instead of giving all of that time away to video games, you know? If you know, if you wanted to be able to create something, to create art, you can create that with your hands, and not be giving away all of that time and that energy into into just a bunch of zeros and ones. You know, I'm not saying that video games have no purpose and that you should abandon them altogether. There's still a viable form of entertainment, and there is, you know, if and for some people, they do use it as a way to develop community and to for friendship. There is a social component to video games as well. So I'm not saying that the entire video game industry needs to be thrown in the dumpster. That's not, that's unrealistic anyway. But what I am saying is that video games need to be seen for what they are. That in 90% of the instances, it's purely individual entertainment. And that it's not, adding beyond entertainment in most instances it's not adding much to who you are as a person you're not leveling yourself up in real life you know i could be the savior of skyrim and be the dragonborn and all that and that does nothing for me in this world in this tangible world it's just entertainment you know yes from a social component yes i have of those 4 months of my time that I talked about before <clears throat> of those 4 months of my time some of that has been with friends and so there is more value with that of you know me and my husband played a bunch of video games together and that was certainly bonding between us as a couple i've played video games with other with other friends of mine as well and there is certainly that social bonding there too but i'll tell you flood out the vast majority of that time I was playing alone. And so real life is so much more important than that to develop real connections with people in the living world. And yes, if you want to bring some of those people into the video game world as to play games, go ahead. You know, we do that all the time with the other industries that I mentioned, you know, you go to the movies with your friends to watch a movie together and to have a shared experience. You play sports together with your friends. You know, you listen to music with your friends too. You know, even books, you'll, you know, you'll end up reading, You know, there's book clubs and doing that collectively or recommending books to different people and then talking about it after the fact. There's still the social component of all of these different industries, but video games in particular allow a person to become so unbelievably isolated and they end up withdrawing from the real world, they end up abandoning the adventure that they're living in. That's the adventure of life, of real life, of developing your own skills and picking whatever skill tree you wanna climb, You know, developing social connections, finding love, creating a family, pursuing a career, building a business or building a career, you know, having a home, maintaining it, developing it, decorating it, you know, developing your own physical body through exercise and improve and leveling up in that way with your strength or your speed or your agility or your flexibility. All all video games do is take these pieces of real life and give you this fake version of it to engage with, Real life is there for you. You don't need video games to feel fulfilled. But for those of us who get sucked into it, it does give us a little bit of that fulfillment. But it's not real. It's not real. Video games are not real. In the same way that when you're reading a book, you're not that character. The book is not real either. The same way that you're watching movies, you're, you know, you're not Thor, you're not Iron Man, you're not Spider-Man. Those are fictional characters. You can be connected to that. You can love those worlds, but they're not real. This is real. Real life is real. And you have to choose to engage with it to be able to get the fulfillment and the connection that comes from it that pales in comparison to any of these other industries. Nothing can compare to being truly engaged with life. And so you have to be aware of that. The whole point of this video today is to just wake you up to the fact that video games are giving you the palest version of what you can have from real life. And so I'm not saying not to play video games. I'm not going to stop video playing video games. But I also ha- have experienced firsthand, it only goes so far. And over the years, I'm putting down the controller or walking away from the keyboard much, much faster than I have in the past. Because it's just, I'd rather go for a walk outside than walk through some digital wilderness, because it's there's more there to experience, and it's more fulfilling than anything that can be created with zeros and ones. And so if you found this video interesting, please click over here for more videos about how to be the best man that you can be.